The Never Bird The last sound Peter heard before he was alone was the mermaids retiring one by one to their bed chambers under the sea as they did every door in the coral caves where they lived rang a tiny bell when it opened or closed steadily the water rose till his feet and to pass the time until he was almost completely under water he watched the only thing on the lagoon he thought it was a piece of floating paper perhaps part of the kite but it was undoubtedly floating on the lagoon with some definite purpose as it was fighting the tide and sometimes winning and when it won peter always sympathetic to the weaker side could not help clapping but it was not really a piece of paper it was the never bird making desperate efforts to reach peter on the nest by working her wings in a way she had learned since the nest fell into the water she was able to some extent guide the nest but by the time peter recognized her she was very exhausted she had come to save him to give him her nest though there were eggs in it she called out to him and he called out to her but neither of them understood the other's language i want you to get into the nest the bird called speaking as slowly and distinctly as possible and then you can drift ashore but i'm too tired to bring it any nearer so you must try to swim to it peter unable to understand the bird answered why don't you let the nest drift as usual the never bird became irritated they have very short tempers why don't you do as i tell you she screamed peter felt that she was calling him names and at a venture he retorted hotly so are you then rather curiously they both snapped out the same remark shut up shut up nevertheless the bird was determined to save him if she could and by one last mighty effort she propelled the nest against the rock then up she flew deserting her eggs so as to make her meaning clear then at last he understood and clutched the nest and waved his thanks to the bird as she fluttered overhead it was not to receive his thanks however that she flung there in the sky it was not even to watch him get into the nest it was to see what he did with her eggs there were two large white eggs and peter lifted them up and reflected the bird covered her face with her wings so as not to see the last of them but she could not help peeping between the feathers there lived a stave on the rock and on it starkey had hung his hat watertight with a broad brim peter put the eggs into his hat and set it on the lagoon it floated beautifully the never bird saw at once what he was up to and screamed her admiration of him then peter got into the nest reared the stave in it as a mast and hung up his shirt for a sail 
At the same moment, the bird fluttered down upon the hat and once more sat snugly on her eggs. She drifted in one direction and he was borne off in another, both cheering. Of course, when Peter landed, he beached the nest in a place where the bird would easily find it. But the hat was such a great success that she abandoned the nest. Great were the rejoicings when Peter reached the home almost as soon as Wendy did, who had been carried here and there by the kite. Every boy had different adventures to tell. But perhaps the biggest adventure of all was that they were several hours late for bed. But Wendy, though glorifying in having them all home again safe and sound, was scandalized by the lateness of the hour and cried, To bed! To bed! in a voice that had to be obeyed. Next day, however, she was awfully tender and gave out bandages to everyone. And they played till bedtime at limping about and carrying their arms in slings. <laughs>